When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. <laughs> Talking of statues, do you think we'll ever see Scotty Boland's statue at the MCG? <laughs> oh, I hope so. Uh, yeah, I'd vote for that. Um, I know all the MCG crowd wants to see that. Uh, sorry, Uzi, there is only one people's champ. It's Scotty Boland. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> Um, it's actually my turn to speak. Um, <laughs> if, um, yeah, just really good luck to everyone tonight. Um, I hope it's a great evening and hope you have fun. You're here with Kat Jones and Dan Lipke and that was uh, the, the slightly awkward uh, interaction between Pat Cummins and Meg Lanning at the Australian <laughs> Cricket Awards. Did they not have a dress rehearsal? I'm not sure whether they had a dress rehearsal or not. They certainly uh, weren't too too comfortable with the t- teleprompters. They are <laughs> Anyway, ho- hopefully our teleprompters will be uh, working properly tonight. Right? And also I hope you had fun, just like, yes. uh, just like Meg Lanning said. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, so that was the Australian Cricket Awards. It's good to see that there's something that Meg Lanning and Pat Cummins can't do, right? Oh, absolutely. They're yeah. good at everything else. Um, yeah, we, we learned last week that Meg Lanning makes a fine cup of coffee. I'm sure Pat Cummins does the same. Yeah. So, yeah. There's, a, there's a massive focus on coffee, isn't there, mm. in, in the Australian cricket teams of all types? Yeah. Yep. Uh, rightly so. There should be a coffee sponsor for them, I guess. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Steve Smith won the Alan Border Medal. Beth Mooney won the Belinda Clark Award. Usman Khawaja won the inaugural Shane Warne Test Player of the Year. And we might, we might cover some more awards a little bit later in the episode, but uh, for now, let's get started. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but uh, we always only cover one or two things. Yes. We only have time, really. We don't have cover. much time at all. No, we don't have time to cover the end of BBL 12. Yes. So, as predicted last time, it wasn't a Scorchers Sixers final. Yes, I think them. you predict that every year. The, the top two teams never get through, no. right? Uh, they, they may. I'm not sure the stats back that up, no. but the, certainly the feeling is that the top two teams never get through. Mm. Uh, so instead, we have the Brisbane Heat. They kind of just charged all the way through, all the way to the final. And all the way from the bottom of the ladder? Pretty much. Through I, think, the I, think, I think they finished eighth in the regular round and the, all eight teams <laughs> qualify for the finals and yep. they, they made their way to the, the, the final of the finals. Deservedly so. I mean, they, they did really well in all of the semis and various qualifiers. Yeah, yeah they did. Uh, and they, they almost beat the Scorchers on home turf in a, in a match which perhaps quite fittingly, given it was the Scorchers and the Heat was played in like 34 degrees temperatures. Yeah, it could possibly have been the coldest match of the season. <laughs> yes. You never know. Yes. Uh, there, there are a few good things about this final. Uh, the Heat and Scorchers uh, part-time players who are, were over in India as part of the Australian team, they were all you know, sending out Instagram posts and yeah. tweets and stuff saying that they were watching the game and they were all very excited, showing showing them all, you know, crowded in the one hotel room watching the final. Yeah. So that was very cute. Yeah. 
Uh, we also had Matt Renshaw tweet something uh, a little bit earlier in the week. Oh yeah, he, he was he was pretty keen to uh, to find out how to connect. So he was saying, Any, anyone know how to connect a PS5 controller when it's not working the normal ways with cords, etc. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not sure whether Matt Renshaw thought he was going to control the BBL file yes. using his PS5 controller, but yeah. Anyway, he's, uh, I assume he's he didn't control it well enough, did no, he? No, no, went pretty close though. Yeah. Um, and we did also have similar kind of interaction in the previous game because that was the heat knocking out the sixes mm. as predicted. And that's uh, where we had lots of uh, Manus, uh, you know, big fan of the heat, but member of the mm. heat. And Steve Smith, of course, came in and had that cameo with the sixes. So there was a little bit of back and forth between those two, mostly just Manus making fun of Smith and Smith. <laughs> Poor pre- Smith when his team was losing. Yeah, right? presumably he didn't care. He was just putting, you know, more felt in his gloves or something. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully the big bash doesn't come between those two. No, no, that's yeah. right. I don't think it will. But anyway, in the actual final, the Scorchers did nearly mess it up, right? Yes, yeah. Um, a couple of crazy runouts. Yeah, yeah. Um, Eskenazi was run out because he just forgot to slide his bat, which is the most embarrassing kind of run out. Far more embarrassing than a man cat, right? Yeah, well, yeah, infinitely more. Because I'm not even sure what he was doing. I don't think he thought the ball was going to his end and he was just kind of trotting casually through. Then all of a sudden he's like, oh, holy shit, the ball's just hit the stumps. Yeah, and uh, yeah. he was out. And then uh, just as the Scorchers looked to be home via Ash and Turner, their, their captain, who batted fantastically. He was sensibly guiding them home. And then there was another chaotic run out uh, mm. and he was left stranded in the middle. But he was desperately trying to get uh, the new batter, who, who hadn't been in very long, I can't remember his name, to cross with him so yeah. that you know Turner could remain in, the, the batter at his eye in. But instead they didn't, couldn't quite cross in time. So Turner was out. And at that stage I was like, oh, the Heat are yeah. probably favourites now. It was very exciting. Yeah. It was exciting down to the last couple of balls, really. Yep. The Heat yeah. really did look like snatching it. I mean... They had this this kid who came out into the crease, Cooper Connolly, with a dreadful haircut that he looked like he just had his haircut, like maybe maybe when he had his pads on. Yeah, that's right. It was very fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he uh, he hit he hit clobbered what twenty five off eleven yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, a couple of sixes and a four, like a yeah, one massive over. But yep. I, I still think uh, at least ten penalty <laughs> runs should have been deducted for the haircut. It was uh, pretty dreadful. Yeah, make him do a super over. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, he, he got the scorchers home, mm. and all, all the players over in India they they all started celebrating. And I think my, my favourite uh, one celebrating in the room yeah. uh, was was Cameron Green, who's you know very excited. He's a Perth boy, and uh, despite the fact he's only played thirteen matches. For the scorches, and and he. Laughed. I cannot remember him playing. No, no scorches. one, no one can, because he right. last appeared three years ago. For okay, them. fair enough. And uh, but yeah, I guess once you're orange, you're orange forever or something. Yeah, they've they've yeah. probably got a slogan like that over in Perth. Yeah, that's right. Well, if, if you've got the t-shirt, you've got to celebrate, right? Yep, yep. So he was very happy. Uh, all the all the Perth boys were happy, and uh, all the Brisbane boys were a little bit sad. But yeah. I, I guess the best thing was that the commentators were at the ground for the final, which was. Uh, I think it was the only game they were ever at the ground. <laughs> I think so, which was good. Because uh, earlier, earlier in the tournament, we did have this wonderful moment where uh, they were forced to call from the studio and they came up with this... Uh, have you got a clip of this? I've got this <laughs> wonderful clip. Oh, he's picked that up, sent it high away on the leg side. Another six. In fact, it's dropped short. It's been taken. It's been caught. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. Uh, you always use enthusiasm. You've always got to be convincing with your commentary, yep. even if you've got no idea. Yes, we've, we've called off the TV before. It's, uh, it is challenging, but they certainly uh, made, made it very obvious how challenging it was. <laughs> Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. 
All right, the sponsor this time around is my, is my Patreon account. So with uh, both the Women's T20 World Cup and the Border Gavaskar Trophy imminent, uh, my patrons will get daily report cards on every match I watch in those series. And there may be some matches I don't watch because the, the Women's T20 World Cup has a couple of 3am games, which I may not get up for. Yeah. But even then, I'll probably you know watch the highlights and do a limerick summary. The limerick summary is always a highlight. Yeah, well, yeah. that's something anyway. Uh, and also, uh, you know, as that... As the 2022-23 cricket season draws to an end, uh, my wasted review of, of the summer will, will come out as well. That's a that's an ebook which collects all these uh, match reports all together in one convenient place. So huh. Patrons will get a free copy of that book. Oh, so, wow, did yeah. they? Patrons yep. get a free book. Yep, yep, free copy of free that. Free copy of the ebook. Thanks. Of the ebook, yeah. yeah. If you want to buy a paper version, you can, you can, well. can still do that as well. Yeah. So yeah, so you can get a free copy of the book. Um, and yeah, that's just two dollars per month. So sign up for two bucks. I'll give you a secret. Sign up for two bucks. Get the free book. Cancel. That's fine. I don't care. They're all good. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Leave Cricket. Let's play. Are you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer? We haven't done a quiz for a while, have we? Yeah. Well, we didn't do it last week, did we? Because we had uh, JL time last time. But that's uh, right. time for another quiz, and uh, I'm going to be testing you again and see whether you're smarter than a fifth grade cricketer. Uh oh. And this is based on uh, the ICC awards. So the ICC give out their. Oh my God! Should I've watched the ICC awards <laughs> in order to get the answers right? Because I'm zero from whatever you give me. At this yeah. Point. Well, it's, uh, I didn't actually watch them either, but they, right. they did come out. They they were tweeted out. They came out on social media. Yeah. They yeah. gave out their various awards and uh, they also named their imaginary teams so the, the test team of the year and the ODI team of the year and it's all it's all pretty much same same you know you pretty much know who's going to turn up and play Pack like is going to be there. Steve Smith always winning whatever yeah. award we yeah. announced earlier. Yeah, yeah the Alan Border yeah. Yeah. Yeah so it's the same old name so instead I thought I'd, I'd turn to something which is perhaps a little less predictable in the, the ICC mm. awards so I'm, I went back in time and found the emerging cricketer of the year throughout history. Oh good grief. <laughs> and I'm going to give you a few who am I quizzes based on historical emerging cricketers of the year. They were emerging, but they may no longer be emerging. They, 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 may, right? have, they may have submerged again. They may have submerged <laughs> yes. or they may have well and truly come out well, of the water. They may have taken wing and flown towards the sun. Who <laughs> okay. knows? We, we will see. All right. So who am I? This is the first one. Mm-hmm. I was the 2017 Women's Emerging Cricketer of the Year. Hmm. 2017. Women's Emerging Cricketer of the Year. 2017, Women's Emerging Cricketer of the Year. Was that Sophie Eccleston? No, I think she was a little late. I think she might have been 2018. Oh, really? Yeah, so I was in like the ballpark. <laughs> in the ballpark. Okay. Uh, because this one, uh, uh, clue number two, I am Australian. Ah, okay. Let's say it was, uh, let's say it was Alyssa Healy. No, it wasn't Alyssa Healy. I think she'd been around a little longer than that. Uh, although perhaps uh, this clue might have suggested Alyssa Healy. The next clue, I was player of the series in the 2020 T20 World Cup. Say 2020 T20 World Cup uh, three times fast. Uh, player yeah. of the series, not player of the match as Alyssa Healy was. Player of the series. Mm, let's see. Uh, no Googling. Was it Was it Talia McGrath? It wasn't Talia McGrath, oh, no. come on. No. Um, second last clue. My name is a spoonerism of the nickname of a version of David Boone who has succumbed to a terrible addiction. Oh, right. So it's Booney, which means it must be Beth Mooney. Meth Booney. 
<laughs> it is, yes. Meth booty is the best ever uh, quiz clue I've ever heard. Yes. Okay, Beth my, my, Mooney. My, my, of course it was, it Beth, was Beth Mooney. Mooney yeah. yeah. And okay. uh, my final clue was going to be, I'm the 2023 Belinda Clark medalist. So. <laughs> okay. And that that right. maybe will have helped if I was paying attention. Yes. Uh, but anyway. Uh, that was a long time ago in the episode. That was, yeah, that was way so. back at the start of the episode yeah. we were talking about. Always that. good to have a callback though. Yes. <laughs> All right, number two. Who am I? I was the 2005 Men's Emerging Cricketer of the Year. Oh, for goodness sake. 2005. 2005 Men's. Okay, well, I know because I know Marnus was one of them, but not that long ago. (laughs) No. Um, Was that Stephen Finn? Was that? Oh, no. I remember he got it. It certainly wasn't Stephen Finn, no. Oh, okay. Uh, I emerged so quickly that I was also the 2005 Men's ODI Cricketer of the Year. So, emerged and was emerged and instantly in the frame. Emerged and certainly didn't submerge. Yep. Uh, that was probably, uh, that was probably, I don't know, was it, what, what, did, what was the ODI cricket? Uh, I was going to say it was Peter Siddle, but that can't be possible. <laughs> can't be possible. No, I think Peter Siddle was, uh, was one of these emerging cricketers at one point, but I think was he was he? a little bit later. I think he was 2009. Okay. All right. All right. After emerging in 2005, I then went on to play a significant role in the 2005 Ashes. 2005 Ashes. I reckon that's KP. It is KP, yes. yes. My next clue was going to be, I was born in South Africa, played cricket for England. Uh, And if that didn't give it away, I was eventually booted out of the England cricket team after the 2013-14 Ashes because nobody in the team liked me. Oh, goodness. I'm glad I got it before you got to the easy clues. (laughs) That would have been a bit embarrassing. Yeah. All right. So, last last one. I'm feeling better now because I've guessed two two of them. This is the last one. Who am I? I was the 2018 Men's Emerging Cricketer of the Year. Ah, Relatively recent. Uh, Marco Jansen? No. no he no. was this year. He was this year. I think well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Plus, we've only heard of him for the last 12 months. Yes. I have played 33 tests, 30 ODIs and 66 T20 internationals. Okay, so didn't submerge. Didn't submerge. Didn't Kicked submerge. On. Uh, is, this, is this Pajara? No, it's not uh, Pajara. He's been around a little longer than that, I no, think. No, he would have, yeah. I have been captain of the Delhi Capitals in the IPL since 2021. Oh, God, I should maybe answer this <laughs> one. There's, there's two. I have no idea who plays for what team in the I IPL. I don't know which two. I can't remember I, that, which I had to Google that one because I could not say, name a single player for a single franchise. I have no idea who's <laughs> yeah. the captain of the Delhi Capitals. Okay. I secured India a famous series victory at the Gabba in 2020-21, scoring 89 not out <laughs> in a fourth innings run chase of 328. <laughs> okay. Well, then that's the Rishabh Pant. It is indeed. And the final clue is going to be, I was recently involved in a car accident, but will hopefully return to the Indian side soon. Yeah. Yes. yes, he emerged, actually, he did emerge. from the car accident. He did, thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness for that. Oh, so there you go. Pant, is he the captain of the Delhi? I knew he was uh, captain of something. Yeah, well, who knows? He, he was last I Googled. <laughs> that may have changed since I Googled this. It feels like the ICC ago. have done a good job of selecting emerging cricketers. It is. Well, there, there are But we don't hear there, about them. <laughs> like, you can't make a quiz out of the ones that don't, don't uh, that submerge again. Yeah. Either way, you're officially smarter than a fifth grade cricketer. Phew. Coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is gonna join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moller reward. Here we are in the Muller Award, which was named after Scott Muller, of course, who had, uh, couldn't bowl and couldn't throw, according to Joe the Cameraman. And, uh, and was therefore underappreciated. Therefore, yes, very underappreciated. And these are the moments that are perhaps slightly ridiculous and therefore underappreciated. So mm. what's our first nomination? First nomination. Well, the Australian women finished off uh, their series against Pakistan. Mm. Uh, they had a T20 series win, 2-0. Yep. Yep. 
Uh, why wasn't it three three nil? Because <laughs> it rained in Canberra for okay, about a day and a half. Yeah, but yeah. They'll, they'll they'll be disappointed that they allowed something as trivial as you know rain to deny them the clean sweep. Uh, but are the, we nominating uh, the, them for that, or just because they well, bowled nine bowlers? Yeah, <laughs> I think we're I think we're nominating Meg Lanning uh, for bowling nine bowlers in the yeah. second match. So everybody other than herself and Mooney, who was keeping. Mm. Um, when will the selectors give Meg Lanning a bowling attack she has some faith in? Of course. She has to chop and change that yeah, much. She, mm. she can't be happy with any of them. It was so neat, though, because then, of course, Lanning and Mooney come out to open the batting. <laughs> and it looked a bit like nine of them would bowl and <laughs> two only of two of them would bat and everyone would get a turn. Yeah, I mean, that's fantastic. perfect justice. I think yep. Meg's learned something in the coffee shops of yep. presumably yep. Melbourne. I don't know where she was making coffees. but Let's say Melbourne. Let's say Melbourne. Yes. Speaking of women's cricket, we also have uh, Dana Evine Niekirk uh, being axed from the South African World Cup squad because she was too slow with her two-kilometre time mm, trial, right? Yes. It's, uh, uh, and we, we all know that you famously have to run for two kilometres at a time in a cricket match. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm assuming <laughs> like, this World Cup is based on a two-kilometre foot race just yeah. to prevent the Australians from winning. So that must be that. That's the only rational reason why they could leave her out based on that metric, sure. There won't be much time for cricket if they're running, you know, it's 400 metres around the oval. Right, yep. so they're running, you know, like a good five, six, seven laps before they mm. even start the match. Maybe they saw that Elise Perry Fox uh, cricket promo where she did a <laughs> run up around the, the streets of Sydney before she bowled in and thought, oh God, is this what cricket's coming? Is this what we got to do to match the Australians? We've got to run, yeah. you know, thirteen kilometres before we bowl a delivery. So anyway, that's a, a bit sad and perhaps a bit silly. We'll we'll see how South Africa mm. go. Maybe they'll win the whole thing and make fools of us all. Yeah, maybe they'll certainly be missing her. Mm. Continuing on with the women cricketers, we've got Cricket Australia. They're doing a series of polls on Instagram, which is really annoying because I can't, I don't know how to find the polls on Instagram. It's very hard to vote, I find. Yeah, I, I, right. I prefer Twitter where I could just click on a th- link and that's it. I can't, I can't find them on Instagram because I'm old. Instagram polls. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. No, me neither. But Too anyway, the, the, the poll is to find out who the greatest women cricketer is. So they've got all their various matchups. And one of the early matchups was uh, Re- Renee Farrell versus Elise Perry. Um, and, and Farrell saw the writing on the wall and she tweeted, out not even worth putting my stats clearly it's pairs for the win <laughs> oh <Poor laughs> so, Renee so Farrell that's that is a bit sad she had to forfeit yeah she should be getting a humblest cricketer of the year yes. award or whatever it is <laughs> yeah yeah uh, what else have we got here? Uh, England were playing South Africa in a one-day series and uh, South Africa won. Mm. Uh, they won 2-1. I don't know why I'm so excited about that, but it was a, it was a good well, win. I think it was important because South Africa, that means South Africa may qualify directly yeah. for the Men's World Cup. But again, I'm not sure why I'm excited about that. How no. much more fun would it be to see them in the in the repercharge with all the other <laughs> yes. um, all the other teams trying to qualify? Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Mm. Anyway, the, the highlight apparently was Mo and Ali playing a one-handed tennis shot kind of switch hit where well yeah. he actually played at it but he didn't yeah. play the ball he yeah. missed the ball right yeah but he, yeah he somehow look, took one hand off the bat and it was basically just a forehand in tennis he just swung around almost yep. uh, cleaned the wicket keeper up which is a little bit dangerous because he was standing up to the stumps but uh yeah uh good innovation from Owen Alley to just say why are we why are we hanging on with two hands when one hand will get the job done yeah maybe we should yep. have invented new sport that is one-handed cricket mm. so there are nominations what do you think uh wins this week I think we need to. I think we need to give it to 
Meg Lanning bowling nine bowlers. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I think Meg Lanning gets it. Congratulations, Meg Lanning. You get the Muller Award. And that will probably wrap us up for the week, right? Yes, indeed. That's enough for us. You've been listening to Dan Libke. He is at LibCricket on uh, Instagram, presumably. Yep. And I, I am, am actually. <laughs> not that I ever post anything. <laughs> I am Cat Jones. I am at CricketBackCat on, I think I'm that on Instagram. Yeah, let's I say probably you are. am. Yep. Yeah. And uh, also Twitter. And you can follow and of course, us. Mastodon uh, as well. Oh, of course. Mastodon, yep. yep. Instagramstodon. Yep. And you can also follow us on at Can't Bowl Throw on Twitter. You can like us on Facebook by searching for Can't Bowl Can't Throw. And don't forget to sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash Cricket. And we will see you all next week. Yeah, far too much of us. We'll leave you to it. Uh, let's get the night started. Thank you. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.